In our contemporary culture and society, we find that cemeteries and graveyards are often located away from cities and not integrated in the social life of urban communities. However, in the past, burial spaces had a very important role in the daily civic life of people. American historian Louis Manford wrote extensively on the history of cities and describes burial spaces as the first gathering places where members or communities met to commemorate their dead. In one passage of his book, The City in History, published in 1961, he quotes that the ceremonious burial of the dead in graves marked by a cairn, a tree or a tall rock formed perhaps the first permanent meeting place for the living, the home of ancestral spirits, the shrines of a god, the embryo of a city. When visiting a new city, a town or even a village in the UK or abroad, even a short stroll in their local cemetery or burial ground can give us a different perspective on the social-cultural context of that place. Particularly through the architecture styles, designs and material used, one can understand their character and identity, social tapestry and the changes that took place through time. In England, for example, Paris churchyards and other private graveyards constituted most of the provision for burials up to the early 19th century. Therefore, these places contain a rich history that often spans over many centuries. However, as urban population grew considerably following the events of the Industrial Revolution, churchyards started to prove inadequate to the needs of the fast-growing British cities, both in terms of space and quality. Beyond churchyards, crypts in chapels and churches also became congested with coffins, the overcrowding of poor maintenance of parish churches were challenged at the time by the medical profession, which found them to be harmful to the population as they contributed to the propagation of contagious diseases. Therefore, more efficient burial solutions needed to be implemented, along other larger-scale projects that would contribute to the modernization of cities across the UK. In this respect, cemeteries were just as important as transport infrastructures, hospitals, schools and other institutions and services that contributed to the good functioning of cities. When first opened, most of the Victorian cemeteries were privately owned by cemetery companies. The new cemeteries were larger in scale and often located in the outskirts of cities, where land was more available. Although initially isolated from the main city centres, over time they gradually started to be embraced by factories, houses, parks, hospitals and even railway networks. Their implementation contributed to a cultural shift in the perception of death that interested at first the urban middle classes and eventually brought dramatic changes to the burial culture across society at large. The sites of most Victorian cemeteries were carefully chosen for both their topography and connectivity to the city, but also to the low value of the land, often due to its poor quality. The architectural aesthetics adopted by cemetery companies for their new cemeteries became an opportunity to communicate their ethos and identities and implicitly advocate freedom of expression. This was an attractive message for the emerging middle classes at the time, interested in articulating their individual taste and social status to posterity well beyond the graves. The range of new architectural styles developed by the cemetery companies was unprecedented and strongly driven by what was fashionable at the time with the Victorian middle classes, which represented their target customers. 
Following such a volatile point of reference, the architecture had therefore to adapt and change according to the pace of these trends. Despite these limitations, the architecture gave each cemetery company a public coherent visual image and translated the ethos and values into physical forms. However, the process of selecting a particular architectural style, or indeed creating a new one, wasn't simple, as at times designed proposals were also attempting to blend together urban and rural elements. The lack of restrictions by the cemetery companies in regulating the scale or style of memorials to be erected in the cemeteries encouraged the flourishing of commercialized mourning. Although the architectural language chosen by the early speculative cemetery companies was often intentionally lavish, towards the end of the 19th century they gradually moved away from elaborate architecture to embrace a more restrained and functional aesthetic language in accordance with society's change in taste. This is something that we are more familiar with in our contemporary society, as death rituals are more private and not part of anymore of the public life of the place where we live or our communities.